from the Morton Arboretum. Wait a second. It's episode 149. We are at Zanies and Rosemont. I was at the Arboretum, Pat. I actually looked into some Arboretums, Jim. Just to, I want to know where you are hanging out, and I hope you're paying attention because it uh, sounds like... They're kind of shady. They are pretty sure there's some shady characters. Oh, come on! You had uh, you had mentioned the big pine trees there from the last time you were there, and I I hung out with some conifers this morning. I uh, told them you said hello. Uh, I did the conifer walk today uh, before the podcast. I believe they're pronounced conifers. I, I don't know if that's the case. Is and that, that, uh, <laughs> I think you should clear out some of those trees. We need a new launching pad for Wait, the uh, Artemis. <laughs> Been delayed again. Unbelievable. These moonikins must be antsy. They can't get enough moonikins is the problem. You Can you know? imagine being a moonikin all getting ready? Be like, I'm out of here tomorrow. Moonikins don't want to work anymore, you know? And I think it's this microchip shortage has changed everything. Putting a miss in Artemis. <laughs> Missed another launch. Come on. There's a leak. A uh, hydrogen leak, which I don't know much, but that doesn't sound good. I am pulling for the government. I uh, I root for the US of A. It's us. <laughs> it's us. It is a reflection of us. We want to win, right? But when you hear the, there's a leak. Yeah. Ooh. A leaky space shuttle? That doesn't sound good. They don't even have a new launch date yet, I just saw. They're, They're just like, like, we're just going to, hey, everybody do your thing. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Labor Day, September 11th, we got to do stuff. We're not launching then. <laughs> do you think it's like a, like an airplane delay where like they were like the Moonikins were on the tarmac for a while, like just sitting there being like, let's go. They're like, sorry, we need, to, we need to get some mechanics out here, see if they can fix this. We could uh, we could take off today, but it's not. We can't go right to the moon. We got to stop. It's uh, we have a layover. It's not sounding good. Can you can you uh, gamble on something like this? Can I you wager know. on a will it get out of here? <laughs> when be- it leave before October? I'm sure there's a site somewhere where you can. I would like to comment on some gambling though. I'd like to give a big shout out to the Notre Dame Fighting Irish men's collegiate football team for covering the 16 and a half point spread against the Ohio State University. Hard fought victory, losing 21 to 10, and, and covering the 16 and a hook. Well done, boys. Hey, that's a that's a nice victory for the Irish against the number two team in the country on opening weekend. I mean, have you seen their schedule? Do you know what they have to do? <laughs> they have to go play. They're their not Navy in a. Now. They're not in a conference. I know. They have so to. they had to. You know, they just go in there. They scored. Did you see? They they were out of the gate. They really did. I was excited. Three they took nothing. a lead, and then uh, and then it all fell apart. Uh, a lot of comments this week. A lot of people backing you on your Notre Dame thoughts. You know, I don't want to linger on that too much. <laughs> I felt like I uh, it was an explosion of sorts last week. We divided some brims for sure. Touchdown Jesus, not very excited with me. He was not happy. He had his hands down. They were at his sides. And one finger pointing at you at one point also is what I saw. He was pointing Jesus. I got it off my chest, though. It feels good, doesn't it? And I feel bad that they, you know, they're going to they're gonna bounce back. I think they're going to have a strong season. Rough th- weekend for Brian Kelly, too. Yeah, yeah. You hate to see that as a, as a Notre Dame fan. I'm okay with it. Uh, uh, but it was fun. I mean, it was uh, it was a good game. I didn't even realize that was coming. Like, I didn't realize such a big game was coming up when we even had that conversation last week. Did you? Last week, I was, or last year, I was at the Ohio State opener. You remember Ryan Day? Oh, yeah, yeah. Reached out to Sebastian. Yeah. And we were there, went to the opener. They lost to Oregon. And so what happened? You are not invited to openers any longer. And then they bring in the, ne- the, the next green team this year, <laughs> and they took it out on the Irish. Yeah, they did. 
But it wasn't as bad as people thought it was going to be. No, it was a good game. I mean, it was a, it was a much better game than some of the college football games on the slate. Are you ready for it to be football season? I mean, that means like the school year is in effect. The school year began again today. This is like the real start. Okay. We had the Labor Day pause. Yeah, like the, the short week to kick it off and then the three-day weekend. Even the teachers, we had like the open house last week when uh -huh. you go in and meet everyone. Sure. They're like, if they forget anything now, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> At, we tell them after Labor Day, mm. you got to be on the ball. Yeah, Tuesday. So it was like, that was like warm up. That was preseason. Sure. Hard sure. knocks, fifth grade. Yeah, now we're in it. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> meet this fifth grader. Wouldn't that be great if they had hard knocks? <laughs> They should. I want to do a hard knocks for my fifth grade girls team. <laughs> How are they doing? They're doing great. We uh, are one and two. Okay. But we're coming together. You're off the snide, though. You've won a game. We took a little bit of a break. We met yesterday. Practice was optional. Okay. Half of them showed up. Uh-huh. Out of the ones that showed up, did they all practice? The, yeah. yeah okay, we, good. Yeah, put some drills out there. Dribbled through some cones. There you go. I'm breaking them down, Jim. Yeah. And I'm going to build them back up. Are you going down to the basics? I'm trying to get them to um, just gel. Sure. Let's just have a good time. Sure. Fifth grade, I was trying to do a lot of dribbling between the legs. Is stuff like that happening? Like more than, like, like you're like trying to teach them things that are important and they're like, how do I pass behind my back? Is that happen a lot? No. No? We, you were dribbling with you white chocolate. You're trying to. Are you, you not? When you're out one with your yes in fifth grade. Yes, just coming out. All you want to do is mixtape in fifth grade. Absolutely. But you no one wants to be doing Princeton drills. You could do that. You had the skill set. You have to like jump. I feel like you have to like. I, I think it's the height is really what you need to dribble between your legs. Right. You need the leg space. I'm teaching them the jump stop, the euro step. Sure. A little finesse. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm trying to get them to work on the pivot. Okay. Pivot and pass. Oh, boy. Come into the ball. Sure. Basics. Fundamentals. Absolutely. Have you gone screens yet? Do you guys set screens in fifth grade? One of our girls plays football. It's okay. like, did I tell you this? It's like no. an 80s movie. <laughs> One of our girls is just on a football team, on the football team. She, um, I mean, I, I think there could be a small film made about this. <laughs> she, is she, what does she play? She, um, I think she's like a running back. Okay. Climber. That's awesome. Maybe she kicks. Okay. I saw a thing on kickers last night on uh, 60 Minutes. Oh, yeah? Dude, you want to talk about the uh, culture, right? How we welcome someone maybe, like kickers, look at the, how they've been filed away over the years, right? They're not, like, it's known that they're not part of the rest of the team, right? Meanwhile. Like you've got football players and kickers. Meanwhile, they're so important. The most vital. But it's like, you do your job and okay. If you don't do your job, we're pissed. But the refusal to bring them in as, as to acknowledge that they are actually very much a part of the team. Absolutely. But they used to always be like, oh, God, look at this guy. Uh -huh. He's got one bar on his helmet. <laughs> don't screw this Not up. Not even wearing a shoe. Sure. Can't say his last name. Sure. Everyone would just use a shit on every, oh, God, here comes... Some guy from another country. Well, well, well. Look who's, who's really little. Look who's hanging out with the punt returner again. Because <laughs> hey, they don't have, like, their own group either, right? It's them, the long snapper, and the punt returner. Like, it's just these three special teamers that don't have another job. Yeah, they profiled this guy in 60 Minutes last night who kicks for the Ravens. Tucker. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Possibly the greatest of all time. The hit, Serena of kickers. Hit a 66-yarder. Unreal. Last year to win the game. Yeah. And uh, then they were talking to another guy, uh, Barth, who used to kick for the Bears. Connor Barth. Connor Barth. He's got, uh, you know, he's breaking it down with the different shoe. The foot he kicks with, he wears a size like, you know, 10 and a half. Sure. 
when he wears, usually wears a 12, and he's got to shave down the cleat. And then they, uh, well, then they show him missing a field goal for the Bears and <laughs> never playing again. It's like, oh, here we go. Bear down. Why are we interviewing this guy? He's not even in the league anymore. But think about that. Think of the way that we looked at kickers. And meanwhile, it often comes down to that, right? I mean, they're the most important part of the game I, I, in so many cases. And they've like... They have just upped. So, fifty-yard field goal twenty years ago was not a gimme, right? Now, I mean, the dude's kicking sixty-six yards. Like, imagine just upping your, you know, your game thirty percent in that short of a period of time. You know what I'm saying? Like, kickers have gotten much better over time, and it still feels like they don't get a lot of respect. Well, looking back, I don't remember anyone practicing that, and uh, that could have been a lot of people's ticket in. Yeah, man. The, the, the guys that I know played the longest, like went the furthest. They were like a long snapper, sure, a punter, mm -hmm. or a um, cheerleader. Yeah, that's what's or, three. Baseball, the lefty middle reliever. Yeah, like like someone who just you have a niche that you're going to be out there for a thousand years, and uh, it's the way it goes. Be a specialist. That's the way to do it. So yeah, dude, I was in uh, Niagara Falls over the weekend. Tell Beautiful me. up there. If you have, have you been to Canada, Jim? I've never been to Canada. That blows my mind. It's insane to me. You would love it. I know. I it's think like, there are very few people. It's Wisconsin, but a country. I mean, who would enjoy their mild summers and love of maple syrup more than this guy? I don't think there's many people. You would thrive there. I love flannel. The climate is right up your alley. I have friends who live there. I have always wanted to go to Canada. I have never taken the opportunity to go. Canada is a uh, arboretum. It is basically. What? It is. Have you, you seen their their flag? It's like the bat signal for you. <laughs> they got a leaf right on it. You should rake that flag. Absolutely. Why is there a leaf? Hey, something <laughs> fell on the flag. Just leave it on there. Finish this. Something fell in my painting. Why are you doing it outside? They were tracing the flag, and the leaf was underneath it. So they just had left it there. It is a great uh, banner. It really, I, is. I love the Canadian flag. I love Canada. You would love it. I really would. Do you have a passport? You need that. I to do get have in. a passport. I do have a passport. I've just never had a reason to go to Canada. I want to. Someone book me in Canada. Canadian Brims. Let's go. What do you mean you never had a reason to I've go? Never there. had a reason. To, I mean, you don't just you didn't go to Canada. You don't want to drink at nineteen. I mean, I'm not just. I mean, yes. What do you mean I, you didn't have a reason? We never. <laughs> Windsor never called you as I, a young man. I've always wanted to go to a half time zone, and they have the only one I'm aware of. So I mean, I, I think that's. But I, I've never been. Just the fact to say you went to another land. I would like to. Um, but anyway, Tim Hortons is huge there. Yes, it is. And um, I was riding with this guy. Uh, just picked, right. pick, pick me up. Buffalo. Pick me up in America. Okay. So here's a guy. I'm like, I, we just met, but we're going over the border together, dude. Sure. Who is, I mean, just a random. Do I need to go in the trunk? Is this a He this said, a we're going over the border. I, I'll jump in the trunk, Mike. <laughs> Mike was awesome. Yeah. Came in and met me inside, uh, shuffling, real shuffle. Like, and, and he said to me, he goes, I'm sorry, I'm moving slow. I lost my toe two years ago. Lost his big toe. Wait, where was Mike from? Was he Canada? Canadian? Okay, that's a Canadian accent. Welland. Just making sure. You haven't been there, so you I, don't I have know, no uh, idea what they sound like. Yeah, they sound like this. Okay. They sound like us, but like a little bit, a little <laughs> bit tighter lip. They come in here, eh? But a lot of A. A lot that's of no a. joke. Not at all. And uh, he was telling me he lost the toe, eh? And I've had the toe <laughs> issue. So I'm like, oh, this is the ghost of Christmas future. future. I'm going to be. This is one day back. Shuffling like Mike yeah. if I don't get this thing addressed. Right. So um, I did, he said to dip it in the falls. He said, soak it. 
put some Epsom salt in the falls. In the fa- is and, that like their... And, uh, it's a natural elixir. It's their cure Cana- Canadian cure. <laughs> My baby's arm's broken. Run it under the water in the falls. He said, dip it, insert it in a fritter <laughs> from Tim Hortons. <laughs> By the way, I... Did sneak a few over the border, no. and there's Tim Hortons. There's one in the sure, airport at sure. Buffalo. But it's not the same. They, uh, their apple, the, the apple fritter there is, it's a game changer. You're just saying this. I'm, you're broadcasting that you smuggled contraband over the border. Well, I got in. I got in. Unbelievable. Can't, can't go back now. How, what if they go back and look at the footage? <laughs> what if they go to the tape and then they, they X-ray your bags again and see there are three fritters up in there? This guy was reminding me though that Tim Horton. I had heard he played hockey. I didn't know he was actually good. Tim Horton played in the NHL. Oh, really? Real guy. Is that where he got all the coffee money from? From his NHL contract? I think that he... Inve- so this is the story. He was in that fast food craze. We were talking about um, Gary Bell. Okay. Or yeah, Greg yeah, Bell. Yeah, 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 What was his name? I think it was Greg Glenn. Bell. Glenn. Glenn Bell. Glenn. Glenn Bell. He started Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. This, this guy, same deal, wanted to do burgers. Tim Horton. Okay. It's all on the reaction to Mickey D's and sure. uh, that explosion. Sure. So he gets into, uh, it evolves into uh, donuts, coffee. He's still playing in the NHL. While this is happening. While this is uh, going on. He's wow. early, early 70s. Wow. So he starts this side hustle. Sure. And he's making more money from this. And this, he was voted like one of the top 100 NHL players of all time. He played for the Maple Leafs. He played for the Sabres. Died in a car uh, accident, driving back from Buffalo into Canada. Oh, my God. Might have been a little hopped up. Uh-oh. On uh, some... Uh, Didn't have enough Tim Hortons coffee? Little, Maybe a little too much. Uh-oh. Little full-on fritters. Oh, boy. And donut sticks. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Well, I don't know. They said his eyes were glazed. <laughs> no, so... He, I'm done. <laughs> this is over. He, he, Turn the lights off. We've peaked. He did... Um, Perish, un- unfortunately. Dude. But he left us this uh, these donuts. I'm happy he left a legacy. An eleven billion dollar. This thing Come ended on. up selling. Uh, the guy, his partner, his partner bought out his his widow wow. for like a million bucks for a million, and now it's and, eleven billion dollars. He sold it for eleven billion. Do you think he- she did take him to court and try to get more? Didn't happen because she had agreed to it. Um, but wow, quite a story back there on Tim Horton, real guy. I mean, this would be like. We're like, hey, just want to go to Patrick Kane's for coffee? Like, that's how, I mean, yeah. he was a legit great player. Well, Wayne and Garth went to Stan Makita's. I mean, that is true. That You're right. There is a precedent. Oh, right here in Aurora, Illinois, of all places. Even that wasn't our own idea. Unbelievable. We that stole could, that. That could have been Mike Myers. That could have been. Knowing that. We stole that from, from Canada. Oh, man. Nothing is our own. We got to pay an import tax on Wayne and Garth now? But I want to go to Niagara Falls with you, dude. I've, I want to go to Canada. And I think it'd be an amazing place to go. And if you go, you uh-huh. could just go to the American side. I've been to the American side. I oh, went yeah, last that's year. Right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you were yeah. right there. I was. What happened? Well, oh, it was COVID. Yeah, I went. I mean, it was cool. We saw but, it. But you couldn't go across the bridge. Correct. Correct. No one could. It was, like very, it was still very blocked down. And then the bridge was called the Rainbow Bridge, which bothered me. Do you know that? Because isn't that like the fictional bridge where, like, animals go to perish? <laughs> like, it's what they call the bridge. It really is called the ra- So it's like, hey, do you want to take the rainbow bridge? I'm like, I'm not ready. <laughs> like, it's COVID, but I don't have it. I don't need to take the rainbow bridge right now. You want to go over the rainbow Yeah, sure. Let me get my little pony. <laughs> Let me jump on my Care Bear and slide across. There's a Peace Bridge, too. Oh, is there really? And that's what I was on. Okay. And then there's another one, um, a Nexus. So here's a tip. Uh-huh. I don't have Nexus. Okay. I have the uh, Global Entry. Okay. 
apparently this is that doesn't work at this part of the globe. Was I don't it, even know what it means. Yeah, global is it entry. Nexus like uh, wasn't that one of those like uh, one of those uh, uh, cults? Probably had like a bunch of TV actors in it and stuff. It sounds like it. Yeah, but go ahead. All right, you can get a Nexus become part of the cult, and they have their own bridge, and you just go. It's for people that can just, you know, so like pre-check almost. You just go back and forth. For going over the border? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Or you can board Artemis, and they will launch you <laughs> they won't with launch a you. leaking hydrogen tank. They will pretend they're going to launch you several times. Over the falls. <laughs> this guy was telling me, though, as he dragged me in, he's like, see this golf course here? This is owned by John Daly. Love him. Oh, man, love him. <laughs> he tried to hit a ball over the falls. What? Do you know that? No. I was like, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, yeah. He was out there all day. Never got one across. What a ridiculous story to tell. <laughs> this guy failed at a thing over here. Oh, thank you. That is like, I miss that. I want to go back to that life. Sure. When they're like, hey, did you hear John Daly's trying to hit a ball across Niagara? <laughs> like, the world's falling apart. We used to have time for that. I know. Like, dude, you watching it tomorrow night? Prime time? Mm -hmm. John Daly trying to hit it over? I can't. They found more artifacts at an old president's house. Like, what a weird time we're in. <laughs> Then they had our guy, um, Walenda, did the um, yeah tightrope. Yeah, our boy Nick. Was that Nick? Might have been. I think it was. He went across the falls. That's the way it used to be. We need more, um, like, they're, they're uh, um, a magnet for that, right? Sure. The people going over in the barrel. barrel. Few people did that. So then I was, uh, I was looking at this. And then two people, they're like, oh, well, two people haven't done it. <laughs> it's so then two people went. But there was a, like, rash of this in the 80s. Hey, three people and a ferret have never gone over. <laughs> we could be in the Guinness Book of World Records if the three of us and a ferret go. <laughs> I mean, that is what happens. It's amazing. But I was looking. No one really was doing it. It was kind of, like, very spotty. And then in the 80s, what was going on in the 80s? AIDS. Like, that, I think that was AIDS, the big, I mean, right? Like, cocaine. Cocaine. A lot of fear. A lot of kidnapping fear. But, like... People were going for it oh, in yeah. terms of like Guinness Book of World Records or things were just, every time you turn the news on, it was like, oh, dude, did you hear this? Somebody yeah. went over to Falls today. Yeah. Now you just don't, I don't know. Now it's like, they, yeah, they went over, but they didn't, to take their own life, that's why they did it. <laughs> there, there was no barrel. We were pushing limits in the 80s. There was a sure. note. There was a note. There was no barrel. There was a note. We were pushing limits in the 80s for sure. I miss those days. Anyway. I feel like we had uh, we had gotten through some serious times, and it was just, it was peaceful, right? It was easy. There weren't a lot of, it was pre-Desert Storm. Were we in any altercations in the 80s? Um, oh, yeah, I think we Post-Cold yeah. War? I mean, I guess we had a few. Th yeah, that's true. Okay. Cold War, never... and I love the, uh, <laughs> it was pre-Desert pre Storm. Right? It's true, yeah. Like, the, I mean, we had like a peaceful period in the late 80s where it's like, let's just go over shit in a barrel. Like, we had nothing else to do for a while as a country, I feel like. I know, but I, I just, it made, you made it sound like, like we knew it was coming. Like, <laughs> guys, Desert Storm's in a couple years. If so we could sneak this in before go. Desert, if we could get as many New World Records before Desert Storm happens, that'd be great. Because there's a Desert Storm coming. You guys want to go to Great America today? <laughs> I don't know. Come on, let's do it before Desert Storm. We're not even, Desert Shield's not even here yet. So we got time until Desert Storm happens. We can go to Great America. <laughs> I love that. That was well-named, wasn't it? I mean, we're still saying it. Guys, what should we call this one? Desert Storm. <laughs> hey, can you put the video games down for a second and name this international conflict we're having? We were real rah-rah about it, weren't we? I, uh... 
I bought some cards in bulk about six months ago. This is a terrible story. And uh, one of the things that was were in there. Were they the cards of the Iraqi generals? One of the things that was in there were Desert Storm cards. Oh, really? And there was like, I mean, I mean, how pro-war, it was like Tomahawk, F-16. <laughs> like, I mean, people are like, oh, dude, look, we got the Colin Powell. This is the Colin Powell card. It's crazy to me. And there were like five different brands who were making Desert Storm. Like everybody was so like, let's kick their ass. Like everybody, it was, it's, it's so weird. Oh yeah, all the collectibles. Everything. Definitely rah, rah. I remember watching all the, well, there was some pins. unbelievable footage then too. A lot of eagles. Yeah. Well, hey, that was a good one. Every night was like sports center. You'd come home and watch the news and you'd be like, we took out another scud. Oh God, the scuds. What was ours? The Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Pat, Labor Day happened. I want to hear about your Labor Day. It's the end of two things. First of all, you can no longer wear white. Do you follow that tradition? I don't wear a lot of white anyway. No? But, uh... You don't pull out the linen pants between Memorial and Labor Day? Do you wear a lot of white shoes? I do. Do you? I sometimes in the summer. Loafers. I do like that they give you a three-day weekend to get them out and then a three-day weekend to put them away. I like that about... You're a hip-hop fan. Have you ever I been am. to a white party? I have been to a white party. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Actually, old girlfriend of mine from my 30th had a party where everyone else wore black and I wore white and I didn't realize it. I didn't I know she did that. I know. So ridiculous. No. Yeah. So she had everyone. Yeah. We were at like a bar though. So no one else noticed because there were other people in the bar who didn't really give a shit. And she was like, do you notice? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, everyone's wearing black, but you. And I was like, oh, all right. And, and she had led you into wearing all white or she yeah. said, hey. Not wear like all white, bought like a white shirt. And I'm like, I don't wear white shirts. And she's like, I think you'll really like it. Come on, I'll get you a white shirt. And I was like, this looks stupid. I would love to see like white linen pants it would have with, been great. with red, red underwear. Like a P. Diddy video. Like blue, blue briefs <laughs> with the white linen. It'd be great. Did you wear all white I to a not. white party though? I've never worn all white to a white party. No, have you? No, I've never been invited to one. Really? But I see them, and you see people decked out. All white. And all snow. All white. Absolutely. It's a good look. I think it is a good look. A little bit much. I don't know if that, I'd want to be, uh, I don't know. My mom was never like, what, you're, come on. <laughs> you're going to spill something on that. That's. That is, you're going to wear that? Mm-hmm. You're eating pizza. <laughs> you're going to, I had that the other day, one of my, uh, well, that was last year, right? The, the, the kid with the team. The basketball team okay. showed up with uh, pizza sauce all over his jersey. <laughs> like, come on. We got to, like, who puts their jersey on and then is like, oh, hang on. I'm going to have all of this pizza. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't just put their jersey on and someone's like, you should probably eat before you go. Or like, hey, do you want a slice of pizza? What age is it when you're like, okay, hey, we're, we're going to put this on when you get to the gym. God. Right. Because kids get up and they're like, do I have a game today? Yeah, it's at 6 o'clock tonight. Okay, I'm going to put my uniform on. <laughs> and then they wear it all day, spill everything on it, and then they uh, miss every shot. Didn't that used to be a thing in school where they would like, you would like wear your jersey on game days all day? Yes, but we didn't see that until high school. Okay. Like varsity. Okay. Not until. That's true. Were you guys doing that? Early? Yeah. I think it was probably junior high, like the football team. Just a, just a. Jersey top, they would wear jeans. They wouldn't go full pads all day. No pads. <laughs> they wouldn't go. They wouldn't go football pants and cleats in the hallway. Just the yeah. They just go uh, regular jeans. 
So Labor Day was good though. We had a good weekend. Uh, took the kids miniature golfing. Oh yeah, I haven't been miniature golfing for a while. Tell me about this. Um, well, they still use colored balls. Okay. Um, everyone had a different color. Do they still steal the ball at eighteen so you don't yes. take it? What a what a untrustworthy system we've developed. Like they they coax you into it also, right? Because like this is if you do this one, you might win a free game. Just make sure you put the ball in one of these holes. The 18th hole is a abyss. It really is. It is a sinkhole. They don't trust you. I'm surprised they don't play. Great job. Put your pencil in here now. We lost uh, Luke for a while. He fell into the 18th hole. <laughs> and I had to go all the way to the back. He, they spit him out like a back door. Came out by the dumpster. Like a laundry chute. Like, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> you I, don't, I don't remember anything. I've seen the lights. <laughs> That's amazing. I went through the sinkhole. <laughs> no real theme at this one. There's like castles there. Um, but they have like an east and west course, but it was really just rocks and turf. Oh, that's weird. Like the ones I grew up going to, um, we had haunted trails. Yeah. That's still there. That's Harlem Avenue. Yeah. We had Pirate's Cove. Oh, so it was like a, yeah, pirate thing. That's a good one. Ship. Yeah. You got to like get the ball past like the eye patch going down, like into the eye hole. There's like different weird stuff like that. We had Western trails too. That was like cowboyish. Oh, there you go. Horse buggy. And I like that one. Um, we went to, there, there's a true crime one you can go to <laughs> it's there. where it's like you chalk out sure. lines and police tape. Sure. And yeah, they have like a, the, uh, the head, there's a head that goes into the <laughs> hole and then they bring it back. Is it decapitated? <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's on the back nine. Yeah. We have a social media themed one out by me. We do. Yeah. 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 Every <laughs> hole is a different, like you start at MySpace, you kind of go on through around the 10th. You kind of, and, and a lot of them too, you stop and just hang out at the hole for a while. Just keep watching it. Just keep scrolling through. Um, Why haven't these been revamped? I think they should, right? Revamp them. We could totally go to New theme. 2022 themes. Instagram. Oh. Just selfie park. Absolutely. Selfie miniature golf. Absolutely. Every hole. You take great pics. Yeah. Somebody's got to run with this idea. Pronoun miniature golf. We'll go to their, them, hole three. You know, everything. We could really modernize this. (laughs) My kids, though, I had to like, they had a putting green, like where you could warm up. Sure. Which was kind of nice. It's like, hey, we could have just come here. <laughs> it's and then just bucks a person. Yeah. No one's stealing your ball at the end here. The fees are so arbitrary, too. They're like, it's uh, $14 for an adult, uh, $7 for a kid, and if he's under five, it's six fifty. <laughs> what? What is that even? Is that to scale? <laughs> They're like, they just throw a dart. Really? Adult is $19, and uh, kids under 12, under 11, <laughs> under nine. If you're between six and six and a half, it's eight dollars. How old are you? I'm seven. Nine fifty. All right, <laughs> nine fifty for you today. That should be for everything through life. Yeah. How old are you? Yeah. How old are you? How much is this Snickers? <laughs> well, I'm forty-two. Do you have a membership at Arboretum? I do. Okay, wait. Charge you three dollars. Wait, why? Why? Yeah. What, what? What do they pay? What are the thirty-five-year-olds? Who pay? are you? I'm Luke. How old? Are you? Do you have a job? No. I play hockey. Nine days a week. Okay. Give me, what do you got? I found this in my parents' pocket. He's got more money than Give I Give it do. to me. No, he's, he's doing better than me. No chance. Dude, I think that um, the um, miniature golf, though, is a great, great underused. It was dead there. Nobody was there. Yeah. It's because it's $14 for the parents to go. <laughs> Holy shit. But my kids, I got to teach them, like, their, their follow-through, their club is, like, up in the, like, we're playing polo. Yeah. Whacking it. <laughs> and then they hit it, and then they run after the, 
they run after the ball. Like, stop. You got to stay here. Sure. And then they are antsy. Like, can I just go? Can I just go tap it in? I just, <laughs> no. No. We have to stay back. It's actually some good, like, lessons in there. Learn a little bit about life. Slow down. On the 18th, do they try and go get the ball before it goes into Keith Morrison's mouth? By the 14th, oh, they're just dragging it. <laughs> just dragging the ball. Drag the ball, and then they try and, like, place it in there. You see that move a lot? Like, oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. Do they ever play defense on each other? We would do that game a lot. We would start playing defense on each other during, during like, the most intense putts. You just get them to, like, someone lines it up, and right as it's about to go in, just blocked and just ruin their day. That's got to be hard to defend. Yeah, well, I that mean, that hole, you don't that even. That <laughs> you put your thumb over <laughs> and then just launch their ball. You just step <laughs> your foot over that hole and they are pissed. But you want to, you wait. You make sure it's about to go in. You make sure this is ruining someone's day. And then you're like, this is, it's perfect. And then you just stomp out their dreams. Ah, oh, I love it. I miss being a kid. There's, oh gosh, there's, there's nothing better than you walk up to a blind hole. You're like, where does this go? There's a teepee, and then what happens? Where does it go? Goes under the ramp? Those are the most fun holes. What? Where there's like three, and you hit it in one, and you don't know where it's going to come out the other side? Then you oh, send man. out your, uh, send a kid out. <laughs> your advanced team? Go tell me. Go four caddy. You got some scouts out there? <laughs> Get in the golf cart. Go around to the other side. Didn't Tim Walco have a joke about caddying at a miniature golf course? <laughs> I don't know, but it makes sense. <laughs> that was one of his jobs. <laughs> Think you should use the putter. <laughs> That's great. And uh, then every uh, 18th hole after you throw it into the sinkhole, mm -hmm. then you walk into an arcade. You do, yes. And Where luckily there's more money to be spent. And you have to compete with that. And then you say no to your children. And then you walk back to the car with three <laughs> pissed off kids that forgot that you just spent 50 bucks entertain them. They think that you deprive them. What a perfect way to make money though. Like you do the oldest, most antique thing in the world, then you take it away from them and then you walk them through the most up-to-date thing in the world. Like, I mean, what a smart move on the arcades part, like on the <laughs> mini golf courses part to just drain all your cash. Well, there's nothing like miniature sports that make me feel very athletic and good at things. <laughs> I love playing miniature basketball. I will dunk on you. I love miniature baseball. Yeah, wiffle ball. Even that tiny pencil in mini golf makes you feel like a giant, doesn't it? <laughs> it just makes you feel like a Sasquatch out there writing stuff down on a golf course. I don't know if they have mini, well, mini tennis, I guess, would be ping pong. I watched some tennis this weekend. Did you? And I played some ping pong. Unbelievable. But uh, did you, you really see did Serena? Life. I did. I watched part of the Serena match right here in this green room. Tell me about it. Did you watch it? Right here in this green room? Well, I'm in the green room right here at Zany's in Rosemont, directly before the, my uh, before the evacuation? Uh, so that was, was it the same night? Friday or Saturday? Friday night, we did. We had, a, we had a fire alarm go off during the show. Yeah, what happened? I think, do we have brims here Friday or Saturday? Annette and Don Cranley were here, uh, but were, we had some solid you, brims out. Was someone bombing that hard that they, uh, the alarm went off? Apparently, it was about <laughs> 90 <laughs> seconds after <laughs> my set ended, and apparently there was a delay from how much I burned the stage up. There was a slight delay for after <laughs> my set before the fire alarms went off. Uh, but yeah, no, the feature was up here. I had to come up here and we kind of, we did a full evacuation, came back up, restarted the show. What do you mean? I mean you did a full evacuation? Every, we kind of, we, we did a couple of bits up here while the fire alarm was going off and then we had someone come over. You're doing hat. bits while the alarms? Yeah. We don't. The show must go on. Are you kidding me? You're like the band of the, on the Titanic. Except for the fact that we knew there you wasn't a fire. You just kept going as it was yeah. burning around you? No clue. 
no, yeah, I, I want everyone else to get out safely, but I want them to leave. I don't want it to be like a mini golf course. I want everyone to leave happy. You know what I mean? Even if it's my <laughs> life at stake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you guys I recently went back to college. <laughs> it's a good bit. I haven't done it in a while. It's a good bit. Oh, he hey, died. what did he say? Go, just keep going. Don't worry about me. He died doing what he loved. Old jokes during a fire. So are you trying, like, what's the point of doing the bits while the alarm's going off? You're trying to keep them here to die? We No, we weren't trying to keep them here to die. We didn't know. There was, we knew there was no fire. We did not know that we were going to have to evacuate. Everyone's just kind of, I mean, this is, it, it, no one moved. No one flinched. They just sat there and were like, this is part of the show now. So who was letting you know that you, who was communicating with you? Uh, Tyler on the overhead PA here. Oh, really? Yeah, said, okay, you know what? We're all going to calmly and safely evacuate through the front. And I was like, me first. And I just, I stepped over a few people. There was a path. Just but I was like, I want them to know how important it is to get out of here quickly. So I jumped over people not taking the path. And, and yeah, I caused gonna, injuries. Let me make it clear. We're going to calmly exit out. Not this, if I can help it. This front door. You're like, this way's quicker. We're all going to die. Go out the back. I just ran into the kitchen. I ran everybody into the kitchen for no reason. No, we safely and calmly evacuated and then came back in and restarted the show. Did you sell merch out there? I did. I was like, listen, while you're safely and calmly exiting, you're probably like, boy, I would like a memento of this. It can also cover your face during smoke inhalation or underneath a door. Dude, this is the experience of being a comic. It's like crazy. You run into everything. Yeah, just random things, right? This is my second time that it's happened with the show I was on. First one was a comedy comedy in Lyle with uh, Burt Borth and Wes Sullivan. Really? Yeah. And uh, they didn't know it. Th that was a different story because no one in the showroom could hear the fire alarm. There was no alarm in that room. So the rest of the hotel is evacuating. When you think... And someone's on stage being like... Yeah. Chicks, am I right? You know? And they had no, so we had to run in there and, like, and evacuate everybody. When you think things are going to go one way and they go another, it throws you off. It I does. was doing a show... Yeah, well... No, I was saying, I was doing a show last week for some Moonikins on board a uh, shuttle. <laughs> what happened? That was supposed to be. You were doing the Artemis launch. And then I was like, hey, uh, 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 and, and uh, nothing. Really? Mission aborted. Mission aborted. <laughs> That's a bummer. Which I hear is illegal. <laughs> and depending on the state. They were in Florida. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where we're going anymore. We're Good talking job. about the United States Open. We are. And we're talking about the fact that uh, uh, Serena played her last match, uh, which I watched. Did you see it? I did see it. I was not in America, which was nice to watch a U.S. Open from uh, overseas. <laughs> foreign land. I was like, uh, it made me miss home. Outsider's perspective. Gave really. me a little bit of homesickness. Yeah, it made you feel differently about it. But it also made me want to get back, mm. um, which I did like the next morning. I was, I was <laughs> coming back. We were there for like 48 hours. <laughs> Good for you. That's but I watched it. Uh-huh. And, um, I mean, I guess you cannot come back until you retire. So I don't know if she's setting us up for that. She has some unbelievable shots, unbelievable moments. And then there were times where it was like, wow, okay. I just haven't seen her play for a while. I was like, I could see that she wants to take a break. <laughs> but, yeah. man, dude, what a unbelievable career. I mean, I, first of all, I agree with all of that. I, I, there were moments where it, she was like serving aces and it, was, it felt like she was just going, if I do this really hard, I don't have to move for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like just putting everything she had into it. So you could tell that she's one of the greatest of all time, but like 
she's a little up there, right? And she hasn't been prepping as hard. She has other things going on in life. Like you could see all of that. And I think that so many people, when they hit that level, they have these moments where they don't want to do it anymore. But there is the part of you that's like, man, I'd really, if you do want to do this again at some point, I hope you do. You know what I mean? I'd love to see her play at a high level again. She was great. I think it's insane to um, consider what those two have done and where they came from. Two players just out of one family. Yeah. It's just amazing and uh, very cool. I also saw Jessica Pagula playing. She caught my eye because I saw a story about her. Her dad is the um, owner of the Buffalo Bills and Sabres. Oh, wow. And she was getting into tennis. And now this is the furthest she's ever gotten. Sure. She's representing uh, the States. We got a lot of U.S. representation. Coco Goff is still there. It's a fun time to be a tennis fan, I imagine. Do you watch, the, uh, do you watch tennis a lot? I watch the Opens. Now that I don't have a job, every day is very reminiscent of summers during high school when you would watch tennis when it was on NBC. Now every day is Wimbledon and Jim's life, you know? Well, we have talked about Wimbledon on here, and we've talked about the uh, French Open, and here we are with the Us Open. I'm not sure that's how you say those. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. Okay. All right. We'll figure it out. Labor Day, Pat, I was starting to say this, is also the unofficial end of hot dog season. Now, I know you're not the hot dog connoisseur you once were, uh, but I'm going to give you a number here. The National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, which I love that they're very inclusive. It's not just the Hot Dog Council. The Hot Dog and Sausage Council says that between Memorial and Labor Day, Americans will eat 7 billion hot dogs. That's it's a huge number. That's disgusting. Only That explains a lot. That gives me a, <laughs> a stomach ache. Like if we reading could, it. If we could bring that down to 5.5 billion, you think we'd, be, we'd benefit as a society? That should be someone's campaign. Guys, we got to cut down... We got to cut back on hot dogs. Americans ate 7 billion hot dogs last summer alone. As our country gets better and improves and we get more educated and stronger, should we be eating less hot dogs? I'm Pat McGann and I'm tough on hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to love hot dogs. Sure. But now, you know, and then sometimes you, as a parent, you give them to your kids. You're like, what am I really giving them? Pat McGann says he's tough on hot dogs, but is he really? His record shows otherwise. He gives his children hot dogs. <laughs> Do you want a guy who gives his children <laughs> meat sweats representing you? Paid for for the people against Pat McGann. Do you know what's in a hot dog? Neither does Pat, but that doesn't matter when he feeds his children, does it? What about your children? Do they matter? Pat says he's he going to only... kill everyone. Jim likes trees. <laughs> Vote Pat. for Jim. Pat says he only likes Vienna hot dogs. He doesn't even get his hot dogs in this country anymore. <laughs> Foreign money taking over our leaders. I have not had one hot dog, so I did not contribute to any of these billions. Seven billion. Only like a third of that was Joey Chestnut. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Only a third of that was Joey Chestnut on the fourth of Kobayashi July. and Joey Chestnut <laughs> accounted for six of the seven. There is an asterisk here that says that. I didn't even realize that. Uh, you know, Labor Day, before you get more into your uh, in case me facts, <laughs> Labor Day has some roots here in our, um, our glorious city. Do they really? Where everything begins. As I understand, uh, the Pullman, the, the, the railway, train situation, that labor strike sure. had, a, had a, the origin of, of Labor Day in it. Oh, As wow. did May Day, the international labor holiday. Is that May 1st? Connected to the Haymarket riot. Ah. You know, our friend Sherman Dilla, he just posted a lot about this on uh, Twitter yesterday. 
to it's summarize great. these facts that uh, a lot of Chicagoans are familiar with because of uh, the fact that it's just the best place in the world. <laughs> but yeah, Labor Day started here. Of course it did. I've got some notes that say that it, uh, it was uh, started in New York City. Uh, but these are unofficial. Oh, who wrote that? These are unofficial. Don Mattingly? Probably Dave Winfield. Actually, Dave Winfield and Don Mattingly. Who wrote that? Billy Martin? Mm-hmm. Is it Sinatra? Alicia Keys, Jay-Z, and uh, who's Rizzo? Dude. Not Anthony. Isn't there another Rizzo? Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto. Phil Rizzuto. I heard a uh, great song the other day. I sent you the thing. The yeah. New York State of Mind. Nas. Nas. Yeah. Did you know that That's one? That's a great tune. That's a good Yeah. Very well written. It really is. Nice one, job, Nas. It's a classic. It's where... Uh, Nas passed, right? No, he did not. He oh, okay. is still with us. He has nice. passed on to better albums, is what Pat meant to say. I want Moss. He has passed... I want Moss Nas. <laughs> he has passed 10 million records sold, is what Pat meant to say. He's... Uh, he, he, no, he's great. Nas is awesome. He's still with us. That uh, song inspired uh, Empire State of Mind. The famous New York, right? That, that song name, New York State of Mind. Anywho. That just made me think of that when you brought up Alicia Keys, Jim. I know. I figure that might have been where that came from. That's where Empire Carpet came from. <laughs> is that from where Empire State of Mind? Three one three five eight eight. Is that what they would do? Is it three one three? I know, but what would the New York area code? Is it two one two five eight eight two three? Right? Is that where that came from? I remember I saw Pearl Jam and um, in like early nineties, and he was. That's what he said to connect with the audience. He's like, you know, I grew up here, and then he said uh, five eight eight <laughs> two three. He sang that. The whole Chicago stadium shook. I love when bands do that. I saw uh, a band called the Mooney Suzuki. They're a New York rock band uh, out in, at Dirty Nelly's in Palatine. And they kept accidentally referring to it as Palestine the entire concert <laughs> to our confusion. They're like, what's going on, Palestine? We're like, we are in Illinois. Where do you think you are? Palestine, are you guys ready to rock? It's like, I don't know if they are, but we're doing fine here in the burbs. It's crazy. Let them hear us in the West Bay <laughs> with this next one. They think they're doing like this big world peace concert. <laughs> we're just drunk in Palatine. No, I do like when they do that. Um, comics do that too. I saw the Sklar Brothers do a Glenn Lerner ad. Did they really? No. <laughs> Would have been awesome. Hey, I've got some uh, some Labor Day and uh, September trivia for you, Patrick. We haven't done this in a little while. And uh, I happen to have in front of me a little bit of September and Labor Day trivia. Are you get ready to get into this? Here. Yes. I'm pretty excited about this. It when gets... was the last time we did trivia? Well, that's a good question that uh, I, I just don't turned it around to. on you. It really did. Was it A? Oh, man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I have my own. <laughs> be awesome. Just not random shit like that. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, this is just a random one. Um, oh, because mo most of ours the are other very on. <laughs> this one might be a little what we call all over the place. Um, George Eastman patented the roll film camera for Kodak in September of what year? Is it A, 1881, B, 1888, C, 1893, Wow. or D, 1906. See, I, I, I was thinking 1900s. Were you really? So this is when you could buy a roll of film. This is when uh, George Eastman patented the roll film camera. So when he first patented the camera that would use the roll film. I wish we still had that. 
Do you really? When you can only have 24. To, yeah. And you'd be like, I'm sorry, dude. I can't waste this one on you. There is something cool about those bonus pictures too, right? When you get to 24 and you're like, I have no idea how long this is going to last, but let's go. Until this thing starts rolling all the way through, we're going to live forever. Remember the throwaways? The arrow would like match up and you're like, I think I got two more. <laughs> I think I got. We're at 22 and a half. I don't know what's going to happen from here. Yeah. But you would have to, you know, That's they were it. like bullets. Yeah. I'm not wasting a, wasting one on this. I don't got a magazine clip in this camera. Just right. Firing up in the air. Right. Or then at the end, if you had some left, it's like, all right, we got to take pictures of the dog because we got to get this thing over to Kodak. <laughs> I remember my dad would be out of film. He'd be like, all right, come on, let's get a picture. And then you'd be all over there and like, wait a minute. I think I'm on. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, we could just go and <laughs> just take off. Be out of shot before they gather themselves again. Every once in a while for a vacation, like we'd get our own portable camera too to use. And then we'd be like, get to our destination. I'd be like, I'm out. I used them all in the car. I'm done for the trip. I got 24, 26. There were two extras. I wanted to see how many extras there were. I used 26 pictures of the back seat. I got 26 in here. I need a new camera. It would suck. It's gone. Well, of course it was. Just <laughs> click. I want to see how many there were every trip. And then never get them developed? None. No. My hand was in a lot of them. No clue. Remember coming home, my mom would be like, you know, a bunch of stuff on the kitchen table. What are you doing? I just got the pictures back from, you did? <laughs> from a month ago? From our summer vacation? That's how that turned out? This is going to be perfect for Christmas. Look at this one. And who took this? <laughs> You're like one of you, like... You know, doing something obnoxious. Who took this one? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I knew you wouldn't be mad because you wouldn't get involved for a month. <laughs> Patrick, what famous English author Wait, failed? Wait, we didn't even guess that question. Oh, 1906. I'm so sorry. 1906. I'm so sorry. We didn't. I'm going to go 1906. Totally my fault that you didn't guess in the, in the allotted time of eight minutes. Um, it is 1888. God bless 1888 it. was when it was patented. It probably wasn't commercially available for another 18 years. I, I could see that happening. <laughs> what famous English author failed was to... Was that like a... I don't know how just, snarky that was. That I wasn't just, trying to be, but then it felt snarky, didn't not it? Not only were you wrong, you were off by... I I am so sorry. Years. I was trying to sound like sympathetic. It didn't work. I apologize for that. What Good guess, but you're not in the right century. <laughs> Ooh, way off. What famous English author failed to mention September in any of his plays? A famous English author never mentioned September never in his mentioned plays? It. I guess I'll go with Shakespeare. I think that's the one. Yeah. Shatner, Sturjavelin. I think that would be the one. I think that would be the one. That is correct. Shatner. Mm -hmm. Stir, javelin, William Shakespeare. Am I? Uh, this is a fantastic hot dog. I believe. I love it. <laughs> I think that's a great hot dog. I just came up with. Uh, on September eighth, nineteen ninety four, Microsoft renamed its product to Windows ninety five. What was the original name? I know this one. The original name of Windows ninety five. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh wow. Netscape. Oh, you are going to Microsoft love this. Microsoft. This is a Microsoft product. I'm going to give you a clue here because I don't think you're going to get it otherwise. It's, it's a very difficult question, um, unlike the last one. Uh, it, it, is, uh, <laughs> it is a very difficult question. Um, a lot of the times they'll have like a project name, right, that doesn't have anything to do with the actual project. Like Artemis? So exactly. Or like for a lot of times, like when we would launch new hearing aids when I was in the biz, you know, uh, they would have names like London or Dallas, like just a, a code name for a project. 
This is a code name that they used for Windows 95. And Patrick, it's a city. What do you think the original name of Windows 95 was? Do you miss your old job with all those cool <laughs> code names? Really don't. Like when I used to, when I was a secret. This is just for When context. I was a secret hearing aid agent, we would use codes like London and Paris. And I couldn't tell you back then because I was still active. But now that I've been decommissioned. This is just for context. I can tell you these secrets. That's but we would. We would. <laughs> I used real ones. I don't even, that's how little I care. I used, London was an actual code name. That's how much of a rebel I am now. <laughs> I said London. Do I need to turn that thing up? <laughs> Did you hear me? Project London. This would be, the word was um, dream. Chicago. Get out of here. Come on. The original name of Windows 95 was Chicago. That sounds like I made that question I up. I know. That's why it's so great. And then you shamed me for it. That's true? Absolutely true. The code name for Windows 95 was Chicago. How many I didn't people shame you for that? How many people are you going to tell that? I mean, that's my favorite thing about this question. I want to delete this. No. And I want to reveal this as a fact. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I want to start this episode over. Let's go. With Jim, guess what I learned today? What did you learn today? From you. Come on. <laughs> I want to hear it. All right. What a great fact. I know. So they changed the name, but but that's still Bill Gates, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is still Bill Gates who did this. And what was, aren't people talking crap about him too? Like he's a uh, he's a bad person. Yeah. Yeah, so he's been uh, <laughs> he's been putting microchips into the vaccine, which explains the microchip shortage we're dealing with as a society. That's why you can't get a new car because Bill Gates is putting them all in vaccines and probably doing things with children and and trading people. God. I'm sorry, but uh, uh, you need to stop watching Newsmax, Patrick. I think we need to stop that immediately. I remember like when people started talking trash about him. It's like that guy is given how much money to try and uh, cure diseases and clean water? Like 98% of his, uh, his fortune. But then people are like, well, he owns water. Okay. okay. All right. All right. He's got a lake and a imagine, secret island. Imagine if you're him and you're like, I am trying to help all of these idiots <laughs> un- Real. Also, I love that he called, called it Chicago, though. Also, if I were him, I'd come out and be like, I already have all of your information, right? Like, like I, I could, if I wanted to do this, it'd already be done. Like, why doesn't he come out and say that? Do you ever see a thing on him? He goes to a cabin with, like, a bookshelf, and he'll go into a cabin for, like, a week, 10 days, just get off the grid. I like that about And him. just... Consume information. Just download. And yes. Wow. Just read, download, download, and then take it and go out and make things better. I did see this. And do you know how we started doing that? He got a membership in an Arboretum. <laughs> That's how it all began. I don't know if you've heard this about him. I was waiting till you took a drink, just hoping. He got a membership in an Arboretum, and that's where all of that started. That's true. I think that there's a skit where you're building a treehouse <laughs> in one of the Arboretum trees. And they come to get, and then you're like, it's okay, I'm a member. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean you can live here. <laughs> Just you with a, with a chainsaw getting a Christmas tree. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a member. <laughs> 582. It's my number. Five, put on 582. <laughs> it's got my badge. I was in the back of the Arboretum today. There's a back of the Arboretum, and uh, there's a lot of, like, Is there sawed, coffee back there? Do they have coffee? Not, it's a good question. But there are a lot of, like, sawed-up trees. There's, like, 
it's like a logging operation. I felt like the like an 80s movie where I stumbled across like where the bad guy is like, you can't be back here, you know? I'd like run away real quick. Uh, yeah, I was afraid I, I caught the whole thing. I'm going to take the whole Arboretum system down. All 300 Arboreta that I have reciprocity with are going down. What is uh, the next one you have your eye on? <laughs> That's a, I haven't even looked. I'm so overwhelmed at this one. I haven't even gotten to do the maze garden yet because uh, uh, the shrubbery maze doesn't open until 930. What am I, a non-member? Who goes that late, you know? Hey, Pat, two presidents. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I'm very I excited. I knew he wouldn't be able to get past Because I'm that. eyeing the, the hat, mm -hmm. the Colorado hat. Is it Colorado? It's you a, the Rockies on it's there? A, it's it's a, just a company. You're becoming very outdoorsy. Am I? Again. It's just summertime. I like being outside in the summer. Yeah. No well, winter happens. I think there's other episodes on here where you say you hate being outside in the summer and I, that you hate the sun. Really? Early, that's why I go so early in the morning, because I don't like the sun. You're absolutely correct about all this. <laughs> This is fair. But I, I, I think that you're really in a good place. I just want to say, yeah, I like that you are uh, connecting with nature again. Thanks, That's buddy. it. That's it. That's all. Good stuff. That's it. Hey, two presidents died in September, and both of them were assassinated. Can you tell did me? Did you go to the Arboretum today? I did. 7 a.m. Yeah. I was out there. I, I really do like to go before, you know, it gets hot out. So you're correct on all of that. Thank you for just frying eggs. <laughs> it's me. Two presidents died in September. Both of whom were assassinated. Only two presidents have died in September. Isn't that huh? crazy? And they were both assassinated. That is correct. Okay, so we know it wasn't Kennedy. We know it wasn't Kennedy. And we know it wasn't Lincoln. It wasn't Lincoln. So it was the other two. It was the other two. Um, Pat has his eyes closed for this, by the way. If you're listening to the audio of this podcast, Pat is going back into his mind castle and looking at all the presidents. It was Odie. Uh-huh. Correct, Odie. No, Garfield. It was Odie yeah, it was killed Garfield. You got it. And then it was, uh, who's the other one? Oh, McKinley. Hatfield Mount. Hatfield Mount. That is correct. <laughs> Hatfield Mount. They, I think they took that name away. I don't think they, uh, I think they changed the name back to, um, they took McKinley out. Of the mountains? And gave it back to the original. Oh, wow. Native name. Oh, really? Is that true? Is that? If we have no clue on this podcast. All right, so that closes out our trivia bag. That closes out our trivia bag for the week, my friend. I feel like we have a bumper right here. I'm picturing like a song coming in. Questions are over. I'd love it. Um, all right. So what do we have going on this week, Jimmy? Great question. I'm local. I'm just doing some Chicago, uh, some spots. I'm doing a little show on Thursday night at a little show called The Reveler in Chicago. And I'm actually in Rockford on Saturday at a little private athletic club. So that'll be fun. Beautiful. Yeah. I got a little uh, Friday night uh, uh, corporate gig for Aging Care Connections doing their uh, their balls. Just local stuff this week. What about you? Oh, have a ball. Yeah, it should be a good time. Where are you at? That's a, that's a uh, That'll be a lot of fun. I am going to be in Denver, Colorado at Comedy Works. Oh, boy. Am Comedy I'm Works South. I'm bummed I'm missing this one. You're going to have a blast. We got Denver brims. Go on out there. Yeah, come on out. I'd love to see you guys out in Denver this coming weekend. It's going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Going to be a great time. Is this your first time at Comedy Works? No, I've been to this club before. I've not been to the one downtown. But, okay. So I'm going back to this one. I'm excited about it. Denver's a great city, man. I've you would love it, being the outdoorsy guy I've you are. I've never been. Never, I've never been to Denver. My fear of mountains, I think, might have something to do with that. You don't even have to get into the mountains. I'm in. Den Denver's low on the ground, and then the mountains are right around it. All right. You would love it there, Jim. The um, Colorado Rockies, the uh, scenery, that mountain air, going to be a good time. So I hope people come out. I'd uh, love to uh, get more banter. I know some people chimed in on the Fighting Irish stuff. Chuck, thanks for the note. Good to banter with you. 
We love the Brimley Banter, so keep coming at us. Leave us a review. We have um, a lot of great stuff going on. And, Jim, I was looking at our podcast numbers. They're really climbing, and I am very appreciative to everyone that tunes in. Thank you each individually. Really appreciate it. Leave us a review. That helps. Send us a note. Um, we're happy to have every Brimley on board. Every bit of it, man. Like you said, uh, every listener. Thank you to all the people who have just jumped in. Anyone who sends a note, anyone who reaches out says they enjoyed something, they didn't enjoy something. We love all of it. I was, uh, I think it was Saturday night after the show. Uh, I mentioned it briefly, but uh, a couple of, uh, Don walked up and he's just like, hey, loving the podcast lately, blah, blah, blah. It's always great to hear from people. Always a nice little day. So thank you very much. Well, it was nice of you to listen to him. He was like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So thank you, Don. Don, I really hope you're not listening to this late in the episode. I'd like to apologize. No, that was great. And right on brand. That is us. It really was. All right, buddy. Have a fantastic week. You too. Everyone else, you do the same. We'll see you next time. Bye.